Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Transformation Gold podcast. I am your hostess and your coach, Nicole DeVincentis, a.k.a. Figure Chick 911. We've got a special topic tonight. Uh, it's a brand new year. We're just a few days into the new year, and most people set resolutions or goals for themselves. And we've been talking about this the past couple podcasts. What I'd like to do with this is to start to bring in what we might refer to as next level coaching or advanced level coaching or what to do, you know, when you're ready to go to the next level. Or if you're at like a giant transition point and you've just like out and out had it, like with your current station and you're looking to move your stations. Let's talk about that just a little bit. So I think for everybody, like your perspective is always different, but anytime you're setting goals or resolutions, I mean, the object is that you're trying to improve something, whether it's health and fitness, it's your finance, it's the quality of your relationships. It could be internal work that you're doing, let's say forgiving yourself. I know that's like a big and heavy one that I hear from people a lot, or you know, cleaning up your some of your, your past mistakes and, and sharpening your character and, and becoming maybe a better representative of God, or you are working on progressing yourself somewhere within your industry or within your job. Goal setting is all about progression, right? And when you're looking to make a powerful move, that's what I re- that's when I say like you're you're moving your station that's what I'm referring to like you're making moves it's not just like you're busy like you are literally adjusting something in the upwards direction improving something in the upwards direction it's your your financial situation or your your standard of living or um Again, maybe job opportunities for yourself or you're sought out after because you possess a certain technical skill or expertise in an area or, you know, promotion, something like that. Like you're graduating to a next level, if you would. However this plays out in your mind, it's going to be immensely helpful for you, regardless of the nature of the goal that you're setting, if you remember two things. Number one, set your goals high, aim high. And number two, choose to rise. And they they are very much alike. Those two sentences, you know, setting goals high, like aiming high and choosing to rise. I like to bring in the concept of choice because it brings you into the equation. And wherever you are, whatever your current station, there's always choices. There's choices to remain where you are or who you are, and there's choices to change where you are and who you are. You may not like consequences for the the choices that you make, but there's always choices nonetheless. And you will hear with us, if you haven't noticed by now, repetitively, the, the, same, you know, the same kind of thing. Like you always have a choice, you're always in the driver's seat. And if, 
you find like, well, I just don't think that I can, or you're hearing yourself say the same thing over and over and over, and you're not moving stations. Like the calendar pages are flipping by and you're not improving your current situation. In whatever area this goal is taking place, every time you point a finger at reasons for why you can't progress, you immediately have to pay attention to those three fingers which are pointing back at you. And I know that that can be rough coaching, but I feel like it's a huge injustice if we just do, you know, positive, you know, think positive kind of stuff without assisting you as you get in there and do the actual work. Whatever the work is, whether this is health and fitness goal, it's, it's getting your butt to the gym, you know, cleaning up what you're eating, um, you know, I was reading an article today and they were talking about um, people complaining like they're never able to lose weight even though they put themselves on a severely restricted diet. And the author of this article was saying, well, because people don't count the little things. They don't count if they lick the peanut butter spoon after they, they measure, you know, how many of our tablespoons out or they don't count the scraps that they eat off the kid's plate, or they don't count how many sticks of gum every single day that they chew. Like there's those little things that add up that don't get counted. And meanwhile, these people are being deceived or they're deceiving themselves actually that they're doing everything within their power, but they're not actually getting in there and paying attention to the details that are derailing any sort of progress. Okay, so that's why we always emphatically encourage and assist you in owning responsibility for wherever your current station is. All right. Now I usually speak to a large, you know, variance of crowds that some people are coming up out of, you know, really hard times and other people are in more comfortable places and they're just looking to expand in some other nature. It doesn't matter where you are. Where you are is the perfect place. It's exactly where you're supposed to be based on the decisions that you've made up to this point. To stay where you are, to leave a particular area, to go with the flow, to challenge the system. Like wherever you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. However, wherever it is that you want to go is going to require a different version of you. It's going to require a different skill set, which perhaps means you're going to have to acquire more knowledge. All right. So there's, there's work that has to be done for you, obviously, to be able to move your particular station in whatever area this is. Okay. So when you're looking to do that, one thing that's going to help you immensely when you are setting your goals is to set ridiculously high goals. Now we talked about this in one of the previous podcasts, like what happens if you set a goal, let's say you're planning an event, okay? You're you're planning the wedding ceremony and, and the festivities with that, or you're planning a vacation or you're moving, like there's some, you know, momentous thing that you're actually planning And that day or that time or that event comes and goes. And afterwards, it's like somebody took the air like out of your balloon. Like it just popped and you're just kind of like moping around because there's nothing like 
now what? That's how it is with your goals. When you get in the habit of setting ridiculously high goals, I mean, I'm talking like major stretch goals, it helps you in two capacities. Number one, it's always awesome when you have super high targets, things that are pretty much out of your like realm of possibility or belief right now, and they cause you to stretch. Which, by the time you get up to that point, the results that you have are awesome. But the other thing when you have those major stretch goals like that is they do take a longer period of time to achieve, but they really get you into growth mode and expansion mode so that that becomes for you normal and routine. So that once you achieve you know, that particular goal, it's second nature for you to keep, to continue setting more goals beyond that. So that it's not like you're going, 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 hit the goal and then stop or going, going, going and slow down. And then you're sad. And it's, it's like you, you have these, like, it's like driving with somebody in the car when they press on the accelerator and then they take it off. And then they press on the accelerator and take it off. And you're in the passenger seat or in the back seat. And you're like, oh my God, I'm going to totally be sick of this person. Just like pedal consistently or put cruise control on. Do something like (laughs) that's how it is when you're setting your goals. So whatever this goal is or these goals are, these resolutions that you have for yourself, we encourage you to set them super, super high. Okay. Now, the other thing is this, and we've talked about this in the past. I'm going to bring this up for, uh, you know, to remind you that when you have high level goals and you couple it with high level effort and high level discipline and high level perseverance and high level consistency, those are all high level habits. So you're hitting high, 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 high all the time. When something comes along and you have a hiccup in your day, when you drop, you don't drop low level. Does that make sense? So if you're just setting, let's say, here's another example. If you're setting like middle of the road, mediocre average goals, something that, you know, is probably pretty doable, pretty achievable. Let's just kind of sort of see where this thing goes. Well, if you actually get clear about your words and we're all about your words creating your reality in this academy and in our podcast, if you read our blog posts or you're watching our training, we've got live trainings that are up on our Facebook page and in our private coaching suites. Um, we're emphatic about owning your words and how your words actually create your reality. And what you don't realize is how powerful the portion of your mind called your subconscious mind is. It acts like an autoreceiver and it actually believes every single thing that you tell it. And it has no idea whether or not, like it doesn't understand jokes. It doesn't understand sarcasm and it does not know the difference between fantasy and reality. Like your subconscious mind, it literally takes you literally. So what it does, the subconscious mind, is it's largely responsible for programming what we know as the conscious mind, okay? So like you know that you're awake and you're either seated or you're up walking around, you're listening to this podcast, like 
your awareness, that's your conscious mind, okay? Subconscious mind is just that. It's subconscious, and it's one of the most powerful tools to leverage when you are looking to change stations, okay? So just like you're trying to change like a radio station, you actually have to program it differently. It's the same thing when you're looking to move stations in life or you're changing, you know, improving, you're setting a stretch goal for yourself or whatever the case may be. It's understanding that if you're setting low-level goals or an average goal or I'll just kind of see how this goes, can you hear what those words sound like? Do they sound inspiring? Do they sound like tomorrow when the alarm goes off, you're going to jump out of bed or that you'll even wake up before the alarm, like gunning and like ready to go and like carpe your diem? This will be, you know, I'm just going to do this and, you know, we'll just, I don't, you know, want to rattle, you know, rustle any feathers or do you hear like how that like it smashes you down? Your subconscious mind picks that up. And so what happens over time is that when you're just setting like average level goals and you're not doing anything to stretch or grow or challenge yourself, and this doesn't even mean just being busy. I mean, this is anything in your life. I mean, this is this could be like major, major life start over, operation overhaul, whatever this is for you, is that when you consistently set low level goals, you do yourself a huge disservice in two different ways. Number one, that dampening, your subconscious mind, it hears what you think. So you don't have to speak the words. Like you, you hear your thoughts inside of your head. Your subconscious mind hears what you're texting. It hears what you're telling people that you're just going to kind of sort of do and see how this thing goes and that's how it's programming your conscious mind. There's no state of certainty in there. There's no state of commitment. There's no, you know, explosion of, of progression, you know, vision for the future in there. And so what happens is that the subconscious mind is like, yeah, well, I mean, there's no even emotion in there. And that's the key. When you're setting a goal, you've got to start pulling in your emotions because that's what actually drives you. That's what actually even pulls you towards it is that when you're feeling kind of rusty or you're feeling like, man, I'd, I'd rather do anything than just, you know, do this thing, whatever it is, your, your workout, your meal prep, your, your handling, your finances, your prospecting, your, your courting, whatever it is. You, got, you have to be very clear on what it is that you want. And if it's just something that's kind of like average, meh, yeah. I mean, do you hear that in your voice? Like there's no way you're going to be able to explode or, or progress or shift your station in any direction. It's just going to be like moving a millimeter on the chessboard. I mean, it's going to be very, very meh. Right? I mean, you can hear that, right? So when you're speaking to yourself or you're setting like just kind of like average goals, you want to be aware of the fact that you are actually programming your subconscious mind to inform your brain that that's good enough. Okay? That 
in case anything comes, you don't want to, you know, be like a ball hog. So you don't want to, you know, out, outperform anybody, outproduce anybody, you know, have the light shown on you for whatever reason. And it keeps you stunted, but it also typically causes you to become complacent and it crushes your spirit. It's like there's nothing to rally for. There's nothing to, to challenge yourself. There's nothing to fight for. It's just, meh. Do you see, I mean, you can hear it, right? So there's that one avenue. Now, here's the other portion where when you're setting mediocre goals or average goals for yourselves, we're going to bring in <laughs> laws of arithmetic, you know, mathematics, if you would, for a second. And if you wouldn't mind, think back to what you know how you get the average of a sum of numbers. What? You know how when we say, okay, get the average of these numbers. So let's say you have four different numbers. You add up all the numbers and then you divide it by four, right? And then you get like the average, okay? So some of the numbers are higher, some of the numbers are lower. You add them all up and you find, you know, somewhere in the middle there, the average of all of them is kind of like here. Well, take that same template, if you would, and put that in the context of your goal setting, that if you're setting average goals, that means that either your effort or your execution sometimes has to be high, other times it's got to be low, so that when you put all of the efforts and the energies and, and successes together, like you, you end up somewhere in the middle. So you heard what I said, right? Sometimes you're high and sometimes you're low. That breeds inconsistency. And while it may not be that big of a deal, like as you're listening on this podcast, you know, maybe you're feeling kind of tired or maybe this is like, yeah, I have to take on my health and fitness because, you know, my doctor is ragging at me, blah, 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 blah. I understand that sometimes there's things that you're working on in your life which really don't charge you up. But I'm going to challenge you to think beyond that immediate goal and think about like, well, what do I get out of my life when I, when I champion this goal? And or like the, the map daddy is how can I contribute to my family, to my community, to my workplace, to if you want to take it on a global scale to the world when I champion this area of my life. Okay, so in the beginning, it's what do I want? You know, what am I going, what am I going to be able to do or acquire when I champion this goal? But eventually, you're gonna like saturate yourself out. You're when you get like you've got to give, like you've got to contribute. Like that's you know high level functioning up there. So. What I'm saying, getting back to the point in hand about calculating average, I know this has probably gone in a direction like nobody expected to hear about, you know, calculating the law of averages when you're, when you're talking about goal setting. But if you are very much a logical person or you understand vocabulary and you embrace the fact that your words create your reality, when I say like, how do you actually get average? You have to hit high and hit low what happens is that you are starting to train yourself habitually into becoming inconsistent. All right, goal attainment is achieved through consistency. All right, 
I know there's people who are gifted and talented, but I'm talking about like when you're ready to move your station. Like even people who are athletically gifted or musically gifted, like they're always looking on, on increasing their station. There's still training involved. There's still practice involved. There's still learning involved. There's still somehow being coached. Okay, so I don't care what angle you take, like the greats, every single one practices on top of their natural God-given talent, if that's what they indeed have. Well, when you're looking to blow the lid off of your current station and advance, you want to have strong habits, habits of consistency. Okay, and if you are, again, average goals, I'm doing just enough just to kind of get by, sometimes I'm high, sometimes I'm low, it's inconsistent, you're not setting yourself up for success because the goal is to consistently hit high, not high and then tomorrow I just don't feel like it and I'm down here and I just really don't even want to show up and I'll take five days off and you're all over the place, it's, it's aiming high with the goal setting aiming high with consistent perseverance, discipline, and effort throughout the execution phase. I know, that's like a lot. So when we're looking at your goals, all right, just put them out there. How many of them from the get-go get you charged up? Like, holy crap, I don't even know if I can achieve this, but (laughs) I'm going to give it my all. Like, could you imagine what things would be like when, not if, but when we or I, our group, our team, our family, or whomever achieves this? Because the next level is this, like a lot of things are done by yourself, you know, behind the scenes, but greatness in any capacity is always done with a team of some sort. You have a mentor, you have a teacher, you have a coach. Maybe you have a parent, you have a sibling, you have a best friend, you have a spouse, you have a community, you have an organization, you have different people within your network, partnerships, right? And you're building, you're building that network, you're building that team out horizontally, because obviously more people invested towards the same vision is going to make that thing grow exponentially both vertically and horizontally right but in the beginning it's you which is why we push that personal self-governance button all the time when it comes to leadership is that if you are the one who's starting an initiative you are the one who's changing family trajectory you are the one who's in charge of an organization you are the one who is the boss and you've got you know a bunch of individuals working underneath you everything rises and falls on leadership like you're accepting full responsibility but if when you put this in the context of your life or even in your professional life it's I'm bringing my a game to the table and I'm looking to align myself with other a players who are going to do the same so that the relationship becomes symbiotic. It's not one person is giving all the time and the other person is taking all the time and it just is very, very one way. You want to combine forces so that you can multiply the results. 
Does that make sense? So let's take a look at your goals here, all right? When you coach with us, whether we're talking organizational leadership, even when you do lifestyle coaching with us on like a health and fitness forum, and you're with us for a period of time, we still bring in elements of life coaching because we found that our clients have great results with it. Like we feel it's the right thing to do, but all of our clients have had great results and they appreciate their goals being placed in the context of their life. Okay, so let's break down your life. You've got basically four different sectors which are all relationships. Okay, now your life is in your relationships and the first relationship is a relationship that you have with yourself. The next one is a relationship with others. The next one is a relationship with money. And then you have a relationship with God or spirit or Buddha or whomever that deity person is that that you believe in. Okay, and if you don't, then perhaps you'd simply have three. Okay, make this unique for yourself. Then you also have your health and fitness, and then you also have your purpose on the planet, you know, your, your places of contribution. All right. What are your goals for the year? Right now we're in January of 2019. I haven't seen anybody who's really like gung ho about any goals or resolutions this year. I haven't. I have seen a lot of people complaining. I've seen a lot of people have some pretty rough holidays, actually. I was, you know, scrolling through some different social medias, and I know that there's been people who have had some deaths within the family, you know, over the holiday season. All right, so there there doesn't seem to be, from where I'm standing, like people who are just like, yes, I want to do this, and I want to do this, and I'd like to have more than this. So let's let's assist you with that like can we rejuvenate the spark and get you moving in a direction where you're like jazzed about your life can we do that like what would your life look like if you had awesome relationships with other people Okay, but maybe you do have awesome relationships with other people. What would your life look like if your financial situation were better? What would your life look like if you were a champion of your health and fitness and you weren't on a bunch of medications or when you woke up, you didn't feel like you got run over by a truck, like you're youthful, you have a lot of pep in your step. What would that look like for you? What would it look like that whatever the challenge in your life, your faith and your relationship with God was so strong that whatever the obstacle, whatever the challenge, you were able to navigate that thing like a champ. Like the stuff that probably used to bother you, like you don't trip over it anymore because your faith is so completely solid and whatever the problem is, you are able to face it and yeah you still have your feelings in there but inside you actually have so much more peace what would your life look like where are the places that you'd like to visit where are the places that you'd like to travel how would you like to get there what are the things that you'd like to learn 
you want to learn a new language, you want to pick up an instrument, you want to learn how to ballroom dance, you want to learn how to knit or sculpt or something with power or auto mechanics. What is it that you'd like to learn this year? What sort of improvements? I mean, just make it fun and simple. What would you like to fix up around the house? Is there any area that you need to organize? Is there any area that you'd like to freshen up and maybe decorate a little bit? Are there any financial situations that you'd like to correct? Are you looking at planning for retirement? Are you looking for planning trust funds? Are you looking at different investments? Are you looking at increasing your cash flow? Are you wanting to start a business? Are you looking to increase your client base? Are you looking to you know, put yourself online with social media marketing, internet marketing? You know, what are the things? And say, well, you know what? I'm pretty content with everything right now. Everything is good. All right. I'm happy for you. Where do you see yourself in five years from now? And let's blow this up and let's say with the economic climate, and we know that with every economy, there's always ebbs and flows. If things stay the exact same way that they are, will you be positioned for victory in five or ten years from now. Hmm. (laughs) Well, if this happens and if this person and this person... All right, so if you're trying to, like, rely on other pieces of the puzzle to do their part, then perhaps the answer is no. I'm just throwing ideas out there to get your, your, you know, dreams bubbling a little bit. Because what I found is that when, when you're just kind of like going through the motions, it's like a form of complacency. And I know like everybody has different viewpoints and that, you know, life is never going to be without its challenges. But I think to a lot of people and looking back, I can tell you from personal experience that I never viewed life as fun. You know, I, I really, and I, I wholeheartedly admit this and own this, I viewed life just as hard, like all the time. And if it wasn't one thing, it was going to be another thing. And just as soon as you think like things are kind of sort of getting better or improving, like you can expect that you're going to get your ass kicked. And instead of just, you know, getting knocked down one step, you'll probably be pushed down the whole flipping staircase. You'll stand up. You got your freaking mouth is bleeding. You got a black eye. Your hands and your knees are all scraped up. And then you're going to have to rebuild what was broken before. And honest to God, that was what was programmed in my head for the longest time. And that pain is the expectation and that you have to endure like heavy amounts of pain in order to move your station. Life is not to be enjoyed. It's 100% work. 
And I know without a shadow of a doubt that growing up in an environment like that and working in an environment like that or living with that mentation for the past you know, how many years of my life, I, I know that I probably defied <laughs> a lot of people's expectations or, or what you know a human being would normally be, I don't know, I guess expected to be able to endure. But there comes a point when I don't want to, I want to be cautious about how I'm saying, because I, I don't believe that you, you work less. I honestly, I actually enjoy working. And for me, I enjoy hard challenges. I really do. But the perspective that I had up until recently I don't believe fully served me well. And, uh, you know, the, the head of this podcast is choosing to rise, that you reach a point in your paths of progression where mere survival skills are not going to be enough. Like, there's a time to be scrappy, there's a time to hustle and do whatever it takes so that you can stay alive. But when you're looking to actually move your station, it requires a completely different version of you. And rather than identifying as a survivor, you want to be identifying with a thriver or a riser. Does that make sense? It's difference in your words. And I think, I remember my mom always telling me, like, you're a survivor. And I remember when she said that, I never liked the sound of it. Because it made me think of, like, somebody on a deserted island, you know, like, crawling over, you know, the sand and their mouth. Like, on the cartoons, like, their mouth is so dry because they don't have any water and they see all those mirages and stuff. That's how I envisioned it. And I didn't like it. And to be quite honest with you, like, yeah, you know what? We actually are survivors, but surviving is not going to be enough. I don't know about you, but for me, just surviving a day at work, who wants to do that? Why can't you go into work and rise? Why can't you, you know, ask for expansion of your territory? Whether that's, you know, the people whom you serve, your financial situation, whatever. Why does it have to be that it's like your face is down in the mud and you're down in the floor and you're just like groveling and and just trying to like rub two sticks together and survive? that with any goal, when you are honestly looking at increasing your station, you can't just align with an average goal or a so-so achievement. It's, It's excelling. It's rising out of like a muck and mire situation. And I know like when I see different people's posts on on social media and I do my best to stay away from it because I find that it, it just like, it like just drags you down, that it's very easy to get caught up in 
disappointment and the struggle. And I 100% own the fact that I did that for a long period of time. It was just like the story was playing over and over and over and over and over and over again about a lot of different goals. And one day, you know, all great stories begin with the word one day. Like one day I just decided like I'm freaking sick of this shit. Like there has to be a better way. And it was at that moment I changed everything. I changed who I put in my environment. I changed who I followed on social media. I became such a tight guardian about the words that I allowed to get into my ears or even how I spoke to myself or about myself or aspired to become for myself. Like it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And I began setting for myself like ridiculously high goals. And on the one hand, it's frustrating because progress takes time. On the other hand, it's highly uh, like invigorating because you're just like, oh my gosh, like time is just like moving at warp speed and I've just got to like, I've got to build faster. But it, it's seriously like it changes your whole dynamic that I'm not just looking to get one little sale. Like I know you break everything down into like small little points. Like it's, you know, if you say, all right, well, if I want to make a thousand sales this month, for example, well, okay, well, how many is that a week? How many is that a day? How many is that, you know, uh, an hour how many people do I have to be talking to you blah 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 like you're doing all these numbers inside of your head and I know that every single sale counts but you want to be like extending it far ahead and far beyond and in a way where you're looking to rise not stay low level and that's a choice And when you choose that position, every single thing about your decision-making changes. Remember how I said on different podcasts, like once you set a goal, after that point, you, it's imperative that you start making decisions as if you are the person who's in attainment of that goal already. Do you remember how many times I've said that? If that's the first time you've ever heard it, like that is an honest statement. You set your goal and let's say that you want to become a multi-millionaire or a billionaire okay which may for you right now is like what how in the heck I can't even get beyond you know how many ever thousands of dollars a year how in the heck am I ever going to get to that point well every person who is a massive income earner or if you put this in the context of health and fitness like people with very very high states of athleticism or people who have wonderful relationships, okay? Pure, honest, fantastic, functional, loving, congruent, giving, give and take, forgiving, peaceful relationships, they act differently. Every one of those people in attainment of their goals, like they make decisions differently than individuals who don't have those goals. And that's the same thing when you're when you're looking to move your station, which is usually 
uh, like a synonym for like advancing or expanding. You've got to obviously know where it is that you're trying to go, but also make the decisions as if you are the person who's in attainment of those goals already. Like, that's a lot to do because the goal is to actually rise. It's the difference between swimming in, like, dark, muddy, sooty, nasty water and popping your head up above the surface and taking a look around. I'm looking to rise. Does that make sense? And when you take on that ownership, instead of putting on social media about how terrible things are and about how this and about how that and broadcasting everything, it's up to you to make those decisions on where you're going to channel your efforts and your energy. You're either going to channel them through that that funnel and concentrate the efforts and the energy and and the emotion and the momentum to push your dreams forward and push your targets forward and push yourself forward or you're just going to kind of let them fizzle out all over the place and just going to kind of sort of set you know average goals and you're wondering like why why is life not changing for me again it always comes back to us and how we actually set our goals Does that make sense? So when you're looking at your goals, you're looking at your resolutions, okay? In those different areas, relationship with yourself, relationship with others, with money, with God, your health, your fitness, you know, why are you on this planet? What's your purpose? How are you contributing? If you are a New Year's resolutioner or you're setting your goals at the beginning of the year, this is a fantastic time to be very clear with yourself. What are you doing? Where do you want to be? And then break up the time increments. Okay, well, if I want to be there in the next six months, then by the three-month marker, I'm going to have to be over here. And then by the one-month marker, I'm going to have to be over here. And then by the, you know, two-week marker, I'm going to have to be here. By the one week marker, you see what I'm saying? Like you take it and you chop it and you move it all the way down to like a, this small, tiny, like <laughs> ridiculously small little goal. But it's it's making that decision to actually rise rather than remain at a low level station doing kind of the bare minimum just to kind of sort of get by. Does that make sense? Now here's another like thing that I'm going to tell you. I know a lot of people are seeking what they refer to as balance. Okay? And if I can speak quickly to the issue of balance that balance is like you have all those different areas for your goals. The more of those goals you work to have fulfilled, the less excellent you tend to be at some of them or all of them okay until over time like you get them under control like if you're looking to be the best at a particular sport or an industry or you know like a super rock star mom or homemaker 
okay? It's hard to be both if you are a full-time, overtime working mom as opposed to one whose full-time gig is literally inside the home. Does that make sense? So extend to yourself a little bit of grace and a whole lot of acknowledgement of the fact that when you're balancing yourself, you're actually kind of like opening up your portfolio, if you would, and you're over, you're, you're sending your efforts and your energies in a bunch of different directions, which doesn't always yield results that are at your expected levels. Does that make sense? So really, in order to propel yourself forward, you're going to have to shave off or give less energy to the other areas. That's that's like simply like the nature of the beast. It does it, it's never easy. It's you know many times you have to disappear for a while when you're looking to actually move your station, which is why you've got to be clear on your goals. And if you're in relationships with other individuals, you got to let them in. You know, if you're married or you're living under somebody else's, you know, house or you know, maybe all of your friends. I look back over the past year. I, honest to God, I think I took one day off in all of 2018. And um, I, I think it was in March. I think that was honestly the only day that I took off. I honestly don't remember taking any other day off off. Even if I had spent a day, like I would go, you know, with, it was mostly my family. I didn't even really hang out with my friends last year. I still worked either before I got there or afterwards. So in all of, I I worked like 364 days of the year. I don't even know if that's a record for me or not, because I'm thinking, I would, then I was, you know, thinking back, like I, I, you know, you have time to think, you know, at nighttime and you're comparing, you know, what you did, you know, before and, and this, that, and the other. I'm not even sure if I did that or not when I was working as many different jobs as I was. I honestly have no idea. Like at this point in time, I rarely even know what day of the week it is. Like I've got my planner there just so that I could like look at the date on my phone, compare it to the date on the calendar so I know where the hell I'm supposed to be. Like I honest to God have no idea. And it's, I've never really been there before. I've always known at least the date maybe not the day, but the date, it's like a whole different place because when you're looking to move your station, you have to drown out all distractions. And I put a a giant blast out there and told people in person, like, I'm not committing to any social engagements. I told people this, I think last August was really when I started because that's when like all the summer parties were happening and I remember I told them I was like I'm not committing to any social engagements for the rest of the year and everybody laughed and I said no I'm serious like invite me because I may just show up and I know this was like so baldy of me and I but I'm not going to commit myself because I don't want to break the commitment but I'm not like I'm not focusing on relationships this year. Like 2018 for me was not relationship building at all. Re- 2018 was 
<laughs> let's get your foundation underneath you and let's build on the capacity of, of your business and establish some sort of normalcy like with your cash flow. So actually, it was a cool year. It was the first year of actual building. I, I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that for the most part, the past 10 years leading up to this point, maybe not 10, maybe more like seven, leading up to this point, we're progressively chopping off parts of my life, like breaking down, not chopping, not like pruning, like breaking down and and reducing parts of my life or just breaking them and like burning them. It, it was terrible. It was terrible. And it, this is what prompted this podcast is I got to that point where I'm so used to living without like I pretty much live out of a bag, whether it's my food or my gym bag for the day. Like I live without for the most part, like I'm, I'm, I'm so blessed that, you know, I have a roof over my head right now, but without safety nets or without, you know, I don't have any of the security features that I've had up to this point that I've had to train myself to get used to being without because I knew the path that I was going to be going. But when you're looking to rise, you can't stay in mere survival mode. So as 2018 was progressing along, when I'm looking back retrospectively, I forced myself to put my goals and my targets up higher, even though like nothing, and I'm telling you nothing pointed to that being a reality. Not one thing. We'll get into those details at a later time. I'm not energizing them at this point in time. I'm putting my energy into the growth mode here, but you know, maybe one day I'll write a book about it and you know, you'll see like how freaking low shit was like you got it was real but you can't like when you're in building mode it can't just be I'm just surviving on the ground level here so every day I when I wake up you know and you have your own ways of doing this you know what are your goals what are your targets what are your projections the image that I have in my mind is is like building a building and all I see in my head is like a hammer I don't know if it's a cartoon I can't even really describe it but it's like this hammer and like pieces of of you know board you know going up and I see the hammer hitting like all on all different sides and like it's fast so like the building is going up super fast and so when I wake up in the morning and like my sleep schedule's all over the flipping place right now. There's days, last night, for example, I was up until 3.30 in the morning and, you know, I woke up this morning to, to go to my part-time job all day and, you know, things are a little bit nutty. And I was not exactly dragging this morning, but I, I wasn't like in a, in a, what's the word? like a stream of work, like I wasn't in a workflow, if you would. And so when I wake up like that, and I think it was two hours recovering from a workout and just needed to eat some breakfast, is that I envision that. I envision the building going up in my head. Like I, I see the hammer moving. It's like fast. It's kind of like cartoon-esque. And that's what actually snaps me into like work mode. It's time to work. It's time to build. You have to build fast. And so, 
if any of that is helpful to you, all right, I'm, I'm merely expressing my perspective with this having started completely over, like pulling the cord on, you know, a, a huge, you know, life. It wasn't even just career. It was basically every single thing about my life and rebuilding it from the ground up. It's been the best thing that I've ever done. <laughs> Obviously a huge endeavor. You learn a ton about yourself. You learn a ton about the individuals who belong in your life and those who don't. And, you know, you just see just like any massive event inside of your life, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to be the one who advocates for yourself, who works for yourself, who works to build the team, who's in communication. Like it, it always falls on your own shoulders and not everybody will understand your journey. Okay, so when you're setting your goals, your goals were given to you, they're important to you. Not everybody is going to champion those goals with you or for you. So whatever choices that you make, you obviously have to pay consequences for. However, aim and set the goals super high. You may have to go through two years or five years, however long it actually takes you to attain those goals, but you should be seeing benchmarks every single year of rising and progressing and moving your station when you continue to set them high and then execute at the high level. Okay, we did a podcast just before we close out for the night that talked a little bit more about how the subconscious mind is one of the most powerful tools to leverage when you're changing your, your station. I can't even remember what it was called now that I'm thinking about this, but it was, it's in our podcast list. I got to get better at this. One of my resolutions for the new year is I've got to get my shit together and get the podcast a little bit more organized because they were, you know, like off the cuff recordings with that so that you can be more, um, more structured and, and have a, a place of reference for you guys to go. So there we go. I got one goal <laughs> for the immediate time being for this year moving forward together. But when you move through that area, like take that training on seriously. Okay. The power of your subconscious mind. It talks about the two most sensitive times of the day that the subconscious mind, you know, here's what it is that you're speaking to it and how you can actually leverage the subconscious mind to start to change your brain when you have a major stretch goal and you don't even believe half the time that you can even achieve it. Like it's that powerful. Okay. So your words create your reality, leverage the power of the subconscious mind, aim high, choose to rise and go out there and carpet your damn deal. <laughs> All right, that's all I got for you this evening, peeps. Friends, this has been Nicole DeVincentis and the Transformation Gold Podcast. If there is anything that we can do to coach, train, consult, assist you, your family, your team, your organization, please, please, please contact us. You can visit us on the web. We're www.transformationgold.org. The contact us button's in the top right-hand corner of the screen. We've got lists of podcasts on there. We can also find us on Facebook. We have a lot of free trainings, which we're putting up. We've put up 
nutrition for stressful times. We've done some sales, motivational, inspirational training. We've done a bunch of different free trainings with more to come. And then there's going to be full curriculum, which will be rolled out over the next couple weeks um, as to what you can be expecting with coachings within our private coaching suite. Okay, so super awesome stuff coming at you. Let's go out there and let's make 2019 the best year yet. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.